Welcome to Passmaster, the show where we travel back in time using our AI-powered narrator as our guide. My name is Ryan Mulcrone and I'm joined once again by Tan Parsons. Hello. But our third member of the team, our third musketeer, where's Kion? He's on holiday. He's, he's avoiding his past master duties this week. He's skiving. Skiving. He's skiving off. Well, luckily for us and the listeners, we've brought back Nick Horseman. Hello. Nick, welcome back. Back in the chair. Well, in a slightly different chair this yeah, week, but gonna... it's delighted to be here. Dipping my toe in the past again. How how have you found your experience now that you've returned to the present, back uh, from the prohibition era? Unfulfilling, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> it's there's been I haven't spat in anyone's face in the past week. You know, the, I've, I've been drinking a lot. At a wedding? <laughs> no, I'm still inviting people to this wedding, which may or may not happen. But uh, yeah, no, yeah, that'd be good. I think there were um, quite a few highs that I really enjoyed in the last one, particularly when it threatened to turn into Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. I wonder if Mr. Ness will attend. (laughs) My my one disappointment, though, and I think the AI did let us down a bit, was that there wasn't a massive shootout at the wedding. Yeah. I would love to have seen the machine guns firing off. I know. Bullets and blowing up wedding cakes. I basically wanted Godfather 4. And and as as we say, we got Mansfield Park. But uh, yeah, uh, listening back to it, though, you know, as sort of I was trying to put myself in the shoes of an ordinary listener. And I found myself sort of shouting at my car radio going like, plan the wedding properly. (laughs) Really delve into the wedding stuff. So I feel like maybe didn't give the people what I want on that. (laughs) We we can always return to that era. Absolutely. Cool. So what we like to do is mix it up, take it in turns to be Game Master. Tan's quite good at it. He's read it out a few times. Kim's done it. I've done it. But we thought maybe you'd like to be Game Master. I'd love to. I'd absolutely love to. Yeah, he's got a great turn of of phrase, chat GPT. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm... I'm, yeah, he's a great script writer. (laughs) Well, as we'll see, maybe not so great. Yeah. So I thought we'd do a pre-play this time. The reason being is because I've been meddling with prompts again. It's, as we know, not perfect. So we always try and improve it. And so a few things, a few changes that made this time. I deleted a couple of the rules which didn't seem to make sense. We had the concept of lives. Previously, we've had the concept of points bit arbitrary Mm -hmm. so this time i've got rid of lives but we have got points you start with three points but you lose two points instead of losing a life and then game master can give you a point or deduct a point for being creative or being a dick basically so we're going to try that out and then a few other constraints the other thing i did this time around and so it's a bit of a test really because for example i don't believe that if you pick one of the multiple choice answers it's ever going to be wrong and we've never gone for random and a few other things so i was Mm. like this is I was really trying to test it. So one of the things I did is instead of saying, you can win the game by becoming a ruler or this or that or that, and it's all quite vague, I've put there are five ways to win the game, becoming a ruler. And here's a definition of what we mean by ruler. Accumulating vast wealth. The definition being player must be the richest person in the era. Invent an era to find it. So I've tried to define it, mm-hmm. pick these five ways of winning, and then said, game master can choose one of the ways of winning. And that is the only way you can win on this playthrough. Mm-hmm. So I wanted it to be a random era and a random way of winning, and I then tried to go for it. But then the other thing is, I'm still curious as to what happens when you lose your life. So as you'll find out, this is kind of a bit of a Death Wish episode. <laughs> there's, there's another couple of tweaks we've made. I think last time we found it was almost too easy to just summon things into existence by yes. thinking them aloud. Yeah. So we've tried to tweak the prompt, is that right, Ryan, so that it's 
more realistic, more yeah. challenging. Yeah. And also, we've instructed Game Master to be merciless and cutting with his criticism when you fuck stuff up. Great. So, I, I, I've got no idea if it's going to work. But <laughs> High hopes for that. We are still living in hope that one day... <laughs> When we do Malcolm Tucker for the thick of it as Game Master again, he'll actually insult the hell out of us. He'll come up with a brand new insult and yeah. set the world alight, yeah. We're not quite there yet. But, well, let's see how it goes. Okay, Nick, over to you. All right, strap in, fasten your seatbelts, and prepare for a whirlwind journey through time. I'm your ever-so-charming Games Master. Sorry, that was Game Master, not Games Master. <laughs> not Patrick Moore. <laughs> I'm your ever-so-charming game master. I've given it away. I'm here to guide you, ridicule you, or just sit back and watch you blunder your way through history. But before we begin, let's lay the groundwork. First off, what's your name, oh brave traveller? And I've gone for a, a reincarnation of a previous episode, so I said, my name is Ryanardo. Is that a Turtles reference? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, Ryanardo, welcome. A name that's a mashup of Ryan and Leonardo. Quite unique and frankly a bit confusing. Zing! He's got I know, right? Straight away. Straight is, away. Is, is Zing your addition, Nick, or is that what he actually says? Yeah, no, I've, I've added the Zing. Oh, and it turns out, um, I, I, ChatGPT and I think alike, because the next thing he says is Is it a tribute to the Renaissance man himself, Leonardo da Vinci, or perhaps the beloved turtle warrior, Leonardo of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Well, we're about to embark on a journey that would put both to shame. Damn right. <laughs> As for me, I'm here to shepherd you through time, narrate your exploits, and occasionally laugh mercilessly at your misfortunes. However, I'm not just any game master. I've taken on the persona of a well-known figure from popular culture. You'll have the chance to guess who I am throughout our escapade. Get it right, and I might just reward you. Get it wrong, and prepare to feel my wrath. See, that's, that got me excited when he said that. I was like, yeah. oh, right. <laughs> now it's time for you to select your era. Will you pick the Age of Empires with Roman legions marching across Europe? The tumultuous Middle Ages with kings and queens vying for power? Or the Industrial Revolution, an age of discovery and mass production? Or do you fancy leaving it to fate with a random selection? The choice is yours, Ryanardo. And just so you know, the victory condition for this playthrough will be to... Drum roll. It actually says drum roll. It actually <laughs> says drum roll. <laughs> Become a ruler. Your task is to rise to power and rule your chosen era. Good luck. So I was very excited about that. Yeah. It's like, right, I've not actually attempted to become a ruler. I think the easiest one is become a cultural icon because it's so vague. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you had that great beard throughout <laughs> history. <laughs> so yeah, become a ruler. And I also realised we've not really done random before, so I went for it. Well, in that case, let's go with random. Yeah, great. Spontaneity, I like it. A bit reckless, but let's roll the dice. You will be stepping into... Drum roll. <laughs> Ancient Egypt, during the reign of Pharaoh Ramesses II, around 1250 BCE. You're in the middle of the New Kingdom era, the high point in Egyptian culture, power, and quite importantly for you, hierarchy. Becoming a ruler here is going to be quite the challenge, Ryanardo. Breathe in that dusty air. Feel the heat of the desert sun on your face. In the distance, massive pyramids and grand temples rise towards the azure sky, a testament to the power and grandeur of your surroundings. A bit of trivia for you. 
Did you know that Ramesses II, also known as Ramesses the Great, reigned for an astonishing 66 years? He's, I did not. He's often considered one of Egypt's most effective pharaohs. A hard act to follow, but let's see what you've got. Do you think we need to introduce like historical facts? Noise. Like, noise. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. Now, let's find out what you're made of. How do you plan on starting your journey to rule this ancient civilization? Remember to think carefully before each move. Recklessness could cost you. Now, I was quite conscious that we have already been to ancient Egypt, but if memory serves me, it was 1400 BC. So this is a bit later, a couple, couple hundred years later. So I put, well, one of my fellow time travelers visited Egypt a couple of hundred years before this time period. He was pretty reckless, so I'll try and be a bit more careful. <laughs> First, I'd like to scope out the area, maybe grab a sandwich and try and find out who the power players are. And yes, I do know that sandwiches weren't around. Yeah, I was going to say, surely that's going to come up. So please oh. judge me. Oh, Ryanardo, always the Epicurean. I'm afraid that your craving for a sandwich might be a little anachronistic here. The concept of placing fillings between slices of bread wouldn't be popularised until millennia later by John Montague, the fourth Earl of Sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) But let's see what we can do. You find a bustling market nearby. There's no sandwich in sight, but you can grab a piece of flatbread topped with figs, olive oil and spices, a popular snack at the time. It's a far cry from your modern sandwich, but it hits the spot. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. I, 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 don't I, don't I wonder, could you uh, could well, sandwiches be your era-defining technology? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. They could be known as Ryanardos. <laughs> <laughs> but in this place, I'd have to become a ruler, so I'd have to be like so king of the sandwiches. King of sandwiches. <laughs> As you sit at the edge of the marketplace, munching on your fig and olive oil flatbread, so you got one. I got uh, one. Yeah, yeah, you didn't, yeah. yeah, you just was just like, he'll want this. <laughs> you see a crowd gathering around a regal-looking man. He's covered in fine linen and gold jewellery, and he seems to hold some authority. There's your first clue. But remember, every action you take might alter the course of history, so tread lightly. Now, will you approach the regal man and introduce yourself? Or perhaps try to gather more information from the onlookers first? And if you choose to introduce yourself, remember, you're a stranger in this land, so it'd be wise to think of a convincing backstory. Your knowledge of the future could come in handy here. I did find that even on these like subtle things, the way it's describing it, it seemed to be a little bit more in-depth. Mm. That does fall away later on, but I was like, oh, okay, it's, it's warning me, but it's not being over-prescriptive. Yeah. We'll see what it <laughs> I put, well... I think I should try and find out from the onlookers who this chap is, but I should probably check first. Am I clothed or am I wandering around naked like Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Terminator? <laughs> <laughs> Always worth checking, I yeah. think, in this. Ah, the Terminator reference. <laughs> well played, Ryanardo. It's been waiting for that, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> You're not Arnold. But you have a point. Luckily, you're not walking around in your birthday suit. When you time-travelled, you arrived dressed in typical ancient Egyptian clothing. A white linen kilt known as a shendit, sandals made from papyrus, and a simple headcloth. You look fabulous, that's an aside. (laughs) Now, let's turn our attention back to the market. You decide to chat up a few local merchants who have paused their haggling to watch the spectacle. They seem willing enough to share what they know about the regal man. He is a powerful priest, one of them explains, close to the pharaoh. They say he has the ear of the gods and can bring forth curses or blessings as he sees fit. Another chimes in. And he's not just a priest, (laughs) but also an advisor to the pharaoh. Some say he's the real power behind the throne. So Arnie is here. (laughs) (laughs) 
Gaining this man's trust might be an effective way to start climbing the political ladder. Or it could be a quick way to find yourself in a world of trouble. Remember, knowledge is power. Do you wish to approach him or have a different course of action in mind? If you decide to approach, what would you say? So my immediate thought is, okay, I want to. I don't want to spend too long in this playthrough. I want to try and win quickly. Yeah. Keen to become a ruler. This guy's my way in. So maybe I'll like. Maybe I'll get him to sort of take me to the pharaoh, and then I'll find a way of like I don't know out pharaohing him. Yeah. But for yeah. now, I was like, okay, I'm going to approach him. I'd like to approach him and quickly try and gain his trust by beatboxing and singing the tune to Walk Like an Egyptian. At the same time, I'll do that Cleopatra pharaonic dance at him. You know, the one with the one hand up held flat in front of you and one hand held flat behind? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good way of... When in, when in Ramessesian in Egypt. <laughs> it was the Ramessesian. Yeah, absolutely. Walk Like an Egyptian. I, I was hoping that he'd be like, ah, excellent. <laughs> You're one of us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's definitely nudging you towards this guy, isn't he? The, the, the regal looking, he holds some authority it's, uh, yeah, he's, yeah. he's dropping some serious hints. Ah, oh, Ryanardo, you never cease to surprise me there's a, there's a dot dot dot, I don't know why between cease to and surprise me but okay, <laughs> I have to say your idea is quite unique <laughs> <laughs> to paraphrase the great physicist Albert Einstein insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results or in your case, insanity is beatboxing a 20th century tune and doing a pharaonic dance in ancient Egypt and expecting to be taken seriously. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a game master. <laughs> <laughs> is that one of its sort of uh, sweet burns? Is yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It's got game. You step up, clearing your throat and start beatboxing and singing the iconic tune. Onlookers gasp and chatter at the strange sounds coming out of your mouth. Many bewildered, some amused, and a few actually bobbing their heads to the beat. Result. <laughs> you also do the Cleopatra pharaonic dance, your hands held flat, one in front of you and one behind. It's not exactly a dance that anyone here recognises, but it certainly adds to the spectacle. <laughs> when you finish, the crowd is silent for a moment. The priest stares at you, blinking rapidly, as if trying to comprehend what he's just witnessed. Then he bursts into laughter. <laughs> you have a unique way of making an entrance, stranger, he exclaims, <laughs> still chuckling. <laughs> I can't say I've seen anything quite like that before. All right, so it wasn't the disaster I half expected, but now it's time to use your future knowledge and diplomatic skills to turn this bizarre introduction into an opportunity. What do you do next, Ryanardo? So very much on the front foot, just trying to just trying to lose some points, really, trying to be a bit aggressive. I'd like to put one arm around his shoulder in an overly friendly, almost aggressively friendly way and say, my friend, my friend, I have some knowledge to share with you. I've seen things you wouldn't believe. <laughs> is the my friend, my friend, is that, is that? It's sort of... <laughs> and again, like hassled in a marketplace. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was like, yeah. That's the uh, sort of stereotypical extra in Indiana yeah. Jones. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Ryanardo, you're a veritable wellspring of audacity, aren't you? Thankfully, the priest seems to have taken your antics in stride, and your aggressive friendliness doesn't immediately get you into trouble. With one arm slung around the priest's shoulders, you lean in, adopting a conspiratorial tone. My friend, my friend, you say, I have some knowledge to share with you. I've seen things, things you wouldn't believe. He stares at you for a moment, eyebrow raised, and then gives a slow nod. Well, stranger, your actions have already shown that you are different. <laughs> so speak. Let's hear these things I would not believe. 
Remember, Ryanardo, this is a crucial moment. Use your knowledge of the future wisely. Make sure your claims are not too outlandish, and remember to explain them in a way the priest would understand. Try to impress or intrigue him, but don't scare him away. What knowledge will you share? It's been very, like, prescriptive here. Yeah. It's like, do you not... Know, don't fuck it up. Yeah. <laughs> don't blow this poor fucker's mind, all right? <laughs> Start talking about the internet. And yeah. Then, yeah. So I put, I'll tell him I know a way of building a flying machine. With such machine, we could take over the world. I can show it to him, but I want an intro to the pharaoh in exchange. Ooh, nice. Yeah, you scratched my back. Exactly. I'll scratch the top of your head because I will fly. <laughs> <laughs> Intriguing proposition, Ryanardo. You're about to introduce the concept of flight almost 2,000 years before the invention of the hot air balloon. But remember, you need to explain it in a way that makes sense to someone from ancient Egypt. You tell the priest of a machine that can fly, much like the birds, but carrying people. At first he looks at you as though you've lost your mind, but you manage to convince him that you are sincere. You ask much, stranger, the priest says after a moment of silence. To present such an idea to the pharaoh is not a small thing. But if you truly can build such a machine, it could change everything. I will arrange for you to meet Pharaoh Ramesses II. In exchange, you must promise to build this machine for Egypt. As for the flying machine... Do you have a basic design in mind, Ryanardo? <laughs> Remember, the materials and technology available to you are limited to what was available in I'm, ancient Egypt. I'm kind of picturing a papyrus aeroplane here. <laughs> I don't know where else I could go. With, with the head of a cat, <laughs> obviously. I did like that it was questioning me. Like, all right, well, how would you do it? Yeah. Just, yeah. You know, you can't just go, ding. Yeah. <laughs> I actually hope that would be the end of the prompt. <laughs> the yeah. end of the response would go, go on then, go sketch on, it out. Pick it up. So I put, well, I'm thinking of some kind of propeller at the Front, which is powered by a large hamster wheel type contraption, which has some Egyptian cats running around in it. Oh, they'd love that. They love cats. <laughs> they love cats. <laughs> they I love cats. You know, they'll, they'll, that'll power it through. They'll love that. And then the rest, I don't know, a modified cart with some kind of cloth sails for wings. <laughs> then I put, do you think that would work? <laughs> Hoping that it'd be like, of course not. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> However, I'm sensing it was uh, quite positive about this idea. It's also, yeah, see. <laughs> ah, Ryanardo, ever the innovator? But let me remind you, this is ancient Egypt, not an episode of Wacky Races. As much as I appreciate your enthusiasm, it's critical to remember the limitations of your surroundings. Cats, while revered in Egyptian culture, were generally not used for manual labour. <laughs> oh. I mean, the two, yeah, are kind of mutually exclusive, aren't they? We revere you, live in a hamster wheel and power our strange flying machines. And the concept of a propeller, not to mention a hamster wheel, might be a bit too technologically advanced for this era. As for cloth wings on a cart, without understanding principles of aerodynamics and structure integrity, your chance of achieving flight is slim to none. So basically, I've got to wow, take it off. Yeah, yeah. shot yeah. down. That's literally. the first time it's been like, no way. No, this, this won't work. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Were you tempted to just reply saying, I do know the principles of aerodynamics yeah, and I'm structure integrity? I'm pretty sure integrity. this will work. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. I understand the allure of proposing something fantastical, but it's crucial to make your ideas achievable within the context of the era you're in. That said, you could think of something less advanced but still revolutionary for this era. For instance, 
Hot air balloons could be feasible with ancient Egyptian technology. Alternatively, you could use your future knowledge in a different area that would still be impressive to the Egyptians, like introducing a new farming technique or predicting celestial events. Boring. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but I was just thinking, right, your personal knowledge of the, the array of farming techniques and yeah. celestial events, would, I'm assuming you... I probably could, like... <laughs> no, I couldn't even predict a comment or something. You could be like... That's the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Do they have like uh, irrigation or something? Was their sort of farming fairly decent? Because presumably the River Nile would have, like, yeah. what they used to irrigate all their farmland. And yeah. Probably had some pretty good crops, I'm I'd, guessing. I'd assume, uh, yeah, I'd assume so, but I don't, yeah. I mean, you could invent the tractor maybe. Uh, it's just a motor. <laughs> Cats. A cat powered uh, tractor. Yeah, again, with cats. the cats. <laughs> drive them onwards. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine they just sort of dug trenches or something to get. Because I think when the when the Nile flooded, it filled up all the irrigation systems. Yeah, but no, I I didn't want to invent farming. That's that's boring. You know, you want you want to get to the good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So, Ryanardo, do you want to rethink your strategy, or would you like to double down on your original idea? Remember, reckless decisions may have serious consequences. What what do you reckon I went for? I'm guessing you ploughed on. Doubled down. Double down, please. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Ryanardo, it's your life on the line, or rather, it's your points. You begin to explain your concept to the priest. He squints his eyes, trying to follow your vision. The mysterious cart-turned-flying machine propelled by the force of cats running in a wheel and a propeller at the front. His expression gradually shifts from scepticism to downright incredulity. I see he says slowly, not hiding his bewilderment. I can see you're an individual of extraordinary imagination, Ryanardo. <laughs> However convincing a, our wise pharaoh might be more difficult than you anticipate. As a result of your daring choice, I'm forced to deduct a point mm. for a potentially dangerous idea. After all, attempting to make cats run in a wheel to achieve flight may not only fail, but could also risk the wrath of Bastet, the Egyptian goddess of home, fertility, and protector of the pharaoh. Wow. Yeah. So okay. The gods are real. Gods are real, gods and they're coming real. for me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Interesting. I thought that was going to be the god of cats yeah, or cat welfare. Right. Yeah. So, you know. Cats protection are coming <laughs> after you. <laughs> Basically, Batsy dog and cats home, but yeah. uh, on the banks of the Nile, and, and only a point. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I suppose because you didn't. I didn't actually, die. Yeah. So it was just being foolish loses your point. So you're down, but you're down to two at this yeah. early stage yeah. without yeah. actually trying anything mm. physically. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) The priest seems a little hesitant now, but he did promise to introduce you to the pharaoh. However, he suggests that perhaps you should consider offering something more realistic to the pharaoh. Current points, two. You're at a crossroads, Ryanardo. You can stick with your initial plan and face the consequences, or you can rethink your approach. What's your next move? So I thought it's probably time to have a little guess. So before I make my next move, can I guess who you are, O Game Master? By all means, Ryanardo, take your best shot. Who do you think I am embodying? Remember, I am a character from popular culture. Your guess could earn you a point, or result in a merciless ridicule. <laughs> the choice is yours. I didn't really have much to go on. I, 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 I mean, there's no catchphrases or anything. No. So I just put, are you Ross from Friends? Ryanardo, it's a pleasure to watch your mind at work, but I hate to break it to you. I'm not Ross from Friends. That's what? That's yeah. crazy. He's, so he's he, told you you're wrong. He told me I'm wrong. 
So I was like, okay, so maybe he has actually picked a character. <laughs> Interesting. Wait, does this mean, and I feel like I can say this because he's not here, does this mean Keon was right, right? <laughs> twice in a row? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> he's going to be delighted when he hears this. You'll see why okay. I'm confused as we go along. Okay. I'm not Ross from Friends. I'm sure he'd be fascinated by all these ancient artifacts around us, but no, I'm not embodying him. While your guess was incorrect, I'll admit it was a good attempt. You've demonstrated your aptitude for assessing the clues at hand. Not really merciless ridicule. <laughs> <laughs> now, about your predicament. You still have an opportunity to change your strategy or perhaps refine your idea. Remember, the pharaoh awaits, but if you don't impress him, your time in Egypt could come to an abrupt end. What will be your next move? So at this point, I also, going back to, oh, so are God's real then? I thought I'm going to clarify this. So I put, <clears throat> just a clarifying question before I decide on my next move. What kind of consequences will the wrath of Bastet mean? <laughs> Am I to assume she's real or just that the priest thinks she is? Ah, Ryanardo, it appears you're beginning to grasp the subtleties of your situation. You're right in noting the ambiguity. Here's the thing. In ancient Egypt, the deities were believed to be very real, capable of inflicting severe punishments or bestowing tremendous blessings upon the people. Bastet, the cat-headed goddess, was particularly revered. She was seen as the protector of the pharaoh and, by extension, the entire nation. An affront to Bastet, such as misusing cats in a bizarre and potentially harmful <laughs> contraption, could be considered a direct insult to the pharaoh and the Egyptian people. The priest, the pharaoh, and most of the Egyptians would believe in her wrath. They might fear a divine punishment leading to your ostracism, imprisonment, or worse. Even if you, as a modern individual, don't believe in Bastet's power, you still need to navigate the realities of the era you're in. So to answer your question, in the context of your current situation, the consequences could be very real indeed. Now, with this clarification, what will you do, Ryan Arda? Just to say, that's a pretty um, sensible yeah. response yeah. From, from Game Master. I, I, yeah. was, I was quite impressed, actually, with how, with how sensible that was. was Very like, much so. I didn't have anything sarcastic yeah, to throw back at him. Uh, no, I, I love that the, the, the is able to reference back to the the reason that they, they might be pissed off is because of this cat wheel idea that you're <laughs> yeah. throwing around. Like, just, just to be clear. Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, don't want to upset the Egyptian people. Okay. First, I'll ask the priest what his name is. Then I'll say, be right back, and I'll head to the marketplace to gather some materials for my cunning plan. <laughs> Very well, Ryanardo. Asking someone's name before embarking on a partnership is a sensible idea. Something you don't always prioritise, but better late than never. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. All right. The name's Ptahotep. P-T-A-H-H-O-T-E-P. Ptahotep. The name's Ptahotep, priest says, <laughs> looking at you with curiosity. But where are you going, stranger? And when will you return? You assure Ptahotep that you'll be back soon and head to the bustling marketplace. It's a labyrinth of stalls selling everything from food to pottery, jewellery to linens and much more. Remember, you have a limited amount of resources and your choices could affect your future interactions. Now, Ryanardo, what materials are you planning to gather for this cunning plan of yours? And just as importantly, how do you plan to pay for them? Let's hope your plan is as cunning as you believe. 
I was very annoyed slash delighted that it, yeah. it challenged me on that. You finally broke. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, ah, oh, I can't just go in and just, you know, like, what's a well, magic sweep? Up, you know? Yeah, like a wallet of gold coins. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so I had to think think fast here because I, I didn't have a plan to buy any of it. I probably should have just put, I'm going to steal it. But anyway, I put, I would like to gather together some materials, including furs, wooden poles, and chicken wire, if they've got it. <laughs> <laughs> in order to construct a giant cat suit that I will wear to my meeting with the pharaoh to convince him that I am Bastet incarnate amazing surely you're going to die in this I mean I'm already thinking this this, this is like this is a death two points. and if you'd have stolen this stuff for it, as, I mean it would have been glorious oh right I know you're full of surprises aren't you now you're planning to impersonate a goddess this could either be a stroke of genius or a catastrophic misstep. Is that a pun? Cat- uh, catastrophic misstep. Oh. Uh, no, may, may, oh. Maybe I'm reading too much it's, into it. It hasn't put a little hyphen. Like a little, yeah, uh, yeah, or a little, yeah, or a little winky face emoji <laughs> after it. Chicken wire, however, is a material that is out of reach in this era. You're thousands of years too early for that one. But you can definitely find furs and wooden poles. As for payment... Egypt's economy during this time period is complex and doesn't work exactly like ours. Barter is common, but they also use debens, a weight measure of value, typically in copper or silver. Considering that you're a newcomer with no obvious wealth, how do you plan to acquire these materials, Ryanardo? You might need to think outside the box or rely on your future knowledge for this one. Mm. I was also conscious that I didn't want to go on some rambling, like, too long thing to get mm. to get this you didn't money. want to call the fbi three times <laughs> yeah. i feel you bro <laughs> so i was like right i just need to quickly get some money i could try stealing it but then i thought okay i will strike up a friendship with the sellers and introduce them to the revolutionary concept of buy now pay later <laughs> <laughs> so you're inventing credit yeah <laughs> Intriguing strategy, Ryanardo. Introducing an entirely new financial concept to ancient Egypt. And here I thought you were just a joker with a thing for flying machines and giant cat costumes. You approach a trader selling furs and wooden poles. I love that the first trader is selling both things <laughs> yeah. I'm after. Furs, wooden poles, get them here! <laughs> what? Get your poles! <laughs> wooden, only wooden. You make some light conversation, crack a few jokes, and manage to get him laughing. Then you start talking about this revolutionary concept called buy now, pay later. The merchant looks at you with scepticism. So you're saying I give you my goods now and you promise to pay me back later and why should I trust you, stranger? Indeed, Ryanardo, why should he trust you? How will you convince him to agree to your terms? Remember, in ancient Egypt, trust and reputation were even more important than today. If you're going to pull this off, you'll need a compelling argument. And again, I was rather annoyed that they was holding me back in the market. I wanted yeah. to be back at the, with the pharaoh by now. You should have yeah. been building this suit know, by now, yeah. Like, you know, so I was a bit annoyed, but also quite proud of Game Master for, <laughs> for challenging me. So I put, because, I say, I can do this amazing thing with my mouth and voice. I call it beatboxing. Where I come from, the best beatboxers are the most trustworthy individuals. <laughs> That's the opposite of true. <laughs> it is known. It is known. It is known. Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, it's got the gravity. I like it. I'll then proceed to beatbox, walk like an Egyptian again. Amazing. Well, Reinardo, your methods are unique, to say the least. Surprisingly, your beatboxing impresses the merchant. No one's more surprised than (laughs) I. He looks at you with wide eyes as you create a rhythmic symphony using just your voice. 
The nearby shoppers also gather around, clapping along to the rhythm. You're drawing quite a crowd, and the merchant is visibly delighted with the attention his stall is receiving. I've never seen anything like this, the merchant exclaims. Perhaps there is something special about you after all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, could you give us a little uh, demo of what your beatboxing might have sounded like? I don't know if I can beatbox walk like an Egyptian, but I've <laughs> Egyptian. <laughs> oh, yes. Mic drop. Probably should have practiced that. <laughs> In light of this positive reaction, the merchant agrees to your buy now, pay later proposal, handing you the furs and wooden poles you requested. You thank him and, promising to return with his due, take your leave amidst the applause of the marketplace crowd. You've managed to secure the materials you need without immediately paying for them. Your beatboxing skills have come in handy and you've introduced ancient Egypt to a new form of entertainment and a future financial concept. For this creative and history-changing achievement, I award you a point. Current points three. Yay! <laughs> You've gathered your materials, and Patatep awaits your return. And I'm just—you didn't get all of your materials because you didn't get the chicken wire, did you? You've got—you've no. got some poles and some. <laughs> no, no way to attach them together. Yeah. I, I can only imagine this being <laughs> not the be worst catsu ever. I'd kind of forgotten at that point. <laughs> when you really need it to be good. Yeah, I need it to, I need it to be very convincing. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's probably just like balancing two things. In my... <laughs> what will you do next, Ryanardo? So, first, I will gather some cats from the local area. Shit, I don't know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> Convincing them with some tasty fish that I managed to steal. I mean, buy now, pay later, from one of the fish merchants at the market. Then I will construct my giant cat costume in all its utterly convincing glory. And finally, I'll hold all the cats, I reckon I could hold about maybe five cats in one go, and put on my cat costume before heading back to Vitaya to I've not yeah. actually said his name out loud yet. Upon rejoining him, I will release the smaller cats and shout, It is I, Bastet! Take me to your leader or fear my wrath. <laughs> oh, Reinardo, your actions never fail to leave me speechless. Or should I say, leave me howling in delight? All right, let's go through this fascinating plan of yours. You set off to find some fish, easily convincing another merchant with your beatboxing prowess and innovative financial scheme. With the fish in hand, you then set off in search of cats. It doesn't take long to find some, given the reverence the Egyptians have for them. With your fishy lure, you are soon followed by a small pack of felines. <laughs> Constructing your cat costume is a bit more challenging, but you manage it with the fur and poles. It's rough, it's crude, but it looks cat-ish enough to potentially fool someone from a distance. At least you hope so. You finally return to Patatep, balancing a veritable bouquet of cats in your arms while wearing your homemade Bastet costume. <laughs> so I love the words that are used, like the bouquet of cats. Yeah, the bouquet. Love it. You bellow your announcement with all the conviction you can muster. Patatep blinks in surprise, his jaw dropping at the spectacle before him. The bystanders, too, are shocked into silence. After a moment of stunned silence, you hear a mixture of reactions. Some people laugh, some people gasp in horror, and others just look puzzled. By the gods, you're you're insane! Patata finally exclaims. <laughs> the pharaoh must see this. He hurries away, presumably to fetch the pharaoh. You're <laughs> know, right? How did he know? Your audacious plan seems to be working, Ryanardo, though the outcome is far from certain. While we wait for the pharaoh, let's address something. Your let's call it 
interpretation, and he's, give, he's put that in quotation marks, right. of the buy now, pay later concept to secure fish is interesting, but bending the rules slightly. This is an excellent demonstration of creative problem solving. However, your actions could lead to possible misunderstandings in the future, so be careful. For the sheer audacity of your plan, the creativity and comedic value, and for changing the narrative in such a history-defining way, I award you a point. Current points four. <laughs> I thought you were going to lose one. Oh, yeah. So I thought I was going to be like, you can't do that. <laughs> Give me your points. But no, he's like, well, I like it. So, point. so my plan to tr- see what happens if you ever lose all your points is not going very it's well. Going well, started out so promisingly. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, four points. Four I probably should have put like if you get a certain amount of points, something you win. Yeah, well, yeah, you win. You level up. Yeah. Yeah. Or like you have to be on ten points before. Like, I don't know. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that would be interesting because that's a very sort of RPG element, isn't it? Yeah, leveling, leveling up, up and stuff like that. Now, what will you do while you wait for the pharaoh's arrival? Or would you like to hazard another guess at my identity? Your choice, Ryanardo. Can you give me a clue about your identity? (laughs) Ah, Ryanardo, curiosity has gotten the better of you, hasn't it? Very well, I'll grant you a single clue. But be aware, my true identity is as elusive as your current plan's potential for success. Slam! (laughs) Here's your clue. (laughs) Merciless! Merciless put-downs. Here's your clue. This character I embody, like you, isn't afraid to face the extraordinary and often finds himself dealing with the paranormal. Yet he does it with style and a snarky humour. Now take a guess, if you dare. Who am I? Well, presumably that's Fox Mulder. Fox Mulder. That's the first thing that popped into my head. Well, I mean, paranormal activity yeah. is uh, the X-Files, but... I haven't... like Nothing else from his manner or anything has given anything away. Yeah. But the fact that I got a guess wrong suggests that there is... There is a, a yeah. answer. Yeah. <laughs> so I did actually put, are you Mulder or Scully from the X-Files? No, no, Ryanardo. Neither of those, I'm afraid. Your guess was off the mark. But fear not, the game is far from over. For incorrectly guessing my identity, according to the rules, you do not receive a point and we must proceed with the game. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> your outrageous spectacle seems to have worked for now. Patiatep returns, breathless, and informs you that the pharaoh will see you. He warns you, however, that the pharaoh is not known for his sense of humour and doesn't take kindly to blasphemous acts. Well, that doesn't play very well. (laughs) It really doesn't, does it? No, you are ushered through grand hallways, adorned with intricate hieroglyphics, into a large open-air courtyard. The pharaoh, a man of impressive stature and stern countenance, sits atop a golden throne, surrounded by his advisers and guards. Now, Ryanardo, you have his attention. What will you do or say? This is a critical moment. Tread carefully, or risk feeling the wrath of the pharaoh. I will heft the heavy cat costume around as delicately as I can and once again start beatboxing my favourite tune. I'll continue to encircle the pharaoh whilst beatboxing until the point when he reacts or tries to say something, at which point I will meow as loud as I can and say, (laughs) I'm Bastet, I'm a very good kitty. Scratch me under the chin or feel my wrath. <laughs> uh, so that that is blasphemous. If if he sees through it, that right, is blasphemous. Exactly. I'm basically it, saying, kill me now. Yeah. If if only one fur peels away from this wooden pole <laughs> construction, you are fucked, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Ronaldo, are a truly unique breed. <laughs> Understatement. <laughs> the pharaoh and his court watch in a mixture of fascination, amusement, and growing concern as you lumber around in your cat costume, beatboxing away. You circle the pharaoh, a spectacle like no other. 
Upon hearing your declaration, the courtyard falls into a stunned silence. The pharaoh, at first looking baffled, then furious, seems to contemplate his next course of action. <laughs> I wonder how quick that transition was. I imagine it was really quick. <laughs> I don't understand, I'm so cross. What kind of trickery is this? He roars, his voice echoing through the courtyard. Guards, seize this creature <laughs> you barely guard step so maybe he forward. doesn't think I'm human you know, yeah, I'm halfway yeah you're, you're, I think you're winning two burly guards step forward hefting you at their spears threateningly this isn't quite the reaction you were hoping for Reinardo what will you do run fight beg for mercy try to convince them further of your divine identity your actions here are critical Reinardo you're potentially in great danger make your decision wisely danger is what I'm after at this point I've committed now. No turning back. I shall try and convince them of my divine identity. By the way, are you Buffy the Vampire Slayer? <laughs> yeah, nice. Uh, oh, you're still wrong, Reinardo. I'm not Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Keep thinking the answer is still out there. As for your predicament, you stand tall, maintaining your guise as Bastet despite the threat. Clearing your throat, you begin to weave an intricate tale, embellishing your words with impressive gestures. Great Pharaoh, I mean no disrespect. I am Bastet, the feline goddess, protector of Egypt, and I come bearing a message. There are threats that Egypt must face, dangers that loom on the horizon. I have come to guide and protect. To prove my divine identity, I will perform a miracle, you declare, hoping to buy yourself some time. The pharaoh looks sceptical, but he seems willing to hear you out. This is your chance, Ryanardo. What is this miracle you plan on performing? <laughs> I was like, what? You're like, you told them <laughs> I was going to do a miracle, mate. Fucking hell. That, that's like, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Help me out. <laughs> what miracle ingredients have got on me? Remember, your life and your success in this game could depend on what you do next. Be creative, be bold, but be convincing. The court of the pharaoh is watching. Current points three. Is it just taking a point of you? But I think I think it had, yeah, because because you were on four last yeah, time. I said, yeah. yeah, current points four. Yeah. So it's just <laughs> preemptively assuming yeah. you're going to fuck this up. So it's like, yeah, I'll just take a point off. Now. Well, I've got to, apparently I've got to perform a fucking miracle <laughs> to survive this one. So what was going through your head when you were thinking, what miracle could I do here? I was thinking, what have I got on me? Mm. That is that could you know I haven't got any technology I can't go look at this iPhone woo yeah. like all I've got is the knowledge in my head which will make me sound like a crazy person so I I genuinely didn't I was like a bit annoyed slash amazed that it had put me in this situation yeah and yeah I was just I was just trying to think okay well where have I been what what have I collected on on my journeys can I use that to my advantage a miracle phew no pressure okay I think I might still have at least one more cat in this costume with me. I will perform the miracle of birth. <laughs> I will say to the pharaoh, as your god, I can produce living creatures at will. Behold, another cat. And then throw said cat at me. <laughs> <laughs> we also just go a bit simpler. Like do the, you know, the, the, I, I mean, this is, this is terrible for an audio. Trick. Yeah, the thumb <laughs> trick, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of any card tricks. or yeah. I couldn't think of anything. Like, yeah, what would you do in that situation? Oh. Form a miracle. Now. Form a miracle. It probably would be the the thumb thing. There's nothing nothing that I could do is anywhere from near or miraculous. <laughs> no. Is there, is there any kind of like Darren Brown mind trick that, ah. that we could possibly do? I, I don't know any. But yeah. If anything, I feel like you've shot your miracle load a bit early here because the beatboxing that they probably would have been like, what is these speaking in tongues? What's yeah. this crazy rhythmic language? 
but but then you wouldn't have got the you wouldn't have got the furs and the wooden poles. So. That's it. I had I had to play the yeah. ace really. Yeah, early. You did. <laughs> yeah. No. I. I, I think I did cheat a bit here by going. Oh, I reckon I've got another cat under here. A little bit of a cheat because presumably I would have chucked all my cats away. But also, Game Master does have the option of saying, I don't think so, you don't have <laughs> you, any more cats. You've used yeah. all your cats. Yeah. you played your beatboxing card <laughs> and you've run out of cats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Reinardo, your audacity is truly unparalleled. You reach into the depths of your gigantic cat costume and produce the last of your feline accomplices, holding it up high for the entire court to see. With a dramatic flourish, you exclaim, Behold the miracle of life, the gift of Bastet, and launch the confused creature in the direction of the pharaoh. <laughs> the court gasps as the airborne feline arcs through the air. Time seems to slow down as all eyes are fixed on the cat and the pharaoh, who catches it mid-air with surprising agility. He studies the creature curiously as it meows pitifully, its wide eyes darting around the room. You're not sure if it's the absurdity of the situation, the surprise of the cat's arrival, or perhaps some hidden love for felines, but the pharaoh begins to chuckle, his stern features breaking into a broad smile. <laughs> well, Bastet, he says, holding the cat gently, you certainly know how to make an entrance. <laughs> wow! <laughs> what a turnaround! Unbelievable! And also, it's just occurred to me now, but like, presumably my cat costume would have been like meowing the whole time <laughs> yeah. because this poor kitten's like stuck under these furs and poles. It appears you've amused the pharaoh enough to earn his favour, at least for now. The court breaks into applause, some out of relief, others out of <laughs> sheer confusion. <laughs> None, it should be said, out of being impressed. Uh, yeah. I love the idea of just uh, a relieved applause. <laughs> <laughs> no one's dying. I think, for me, that seems like ChatGPT has gone sort of a bit... Oh God! Okay, let's just go with the adventure because he was—he was about to like have you, I don't know, flay yeah. or something, wasn't he? I was but, like, right, this is it. I'm going to die a gruesome death. We're going to see yeah. what happens. You've thrown a cat at him, and he started laughing. And he yeah. Was like, okay, this is great. <laughs> you certainly know how to make an entrance. <laughs> Like a sitcom. What will you do next, Ryanardo? And remember, the game isn't over yet. You still have to win by becoming a ruler, the chosen way for this playthrough. Current points four. You get a point for the creative and interesting outcome. Well, I must say, it does seem to be very easy to get points. Ooh, zinging back. <laughs> so easy, in fact, that I shall attempt to get some more. Ah, oh, Ryanardo. Always after those points, aren't you? Well, let me remind you, this game isn't a stroll in the park. It may seem easy now, but you're in the very heart of an ancient Egyptian kingdom, pretending to be a goddess, surrounded by the pharaoh's guards. One wrong move, and things could turn sour very quickly. Except my last move wasn't wrong. I mean, <laughs> yeah, several wrong moves, and things could turn sour very slowly. Now, your next steps are crucial to your mission of becoming a ruler. What will you do? How will you solidify your influence and power in this era? Oh, and as for my identity, you still have the option to guess. I'm sure your keen mind is bustling with ideas. Fire away! <laughs> I've kind of given up on finding out who you are. In lieu of any catchphrases or identifying clues, you could be anyone. Okay, as for my next move, because you keep giving me points for my creativity, I'm going to be even more creative. I'm convinced that the whole court now thinks that I'm their god. 
So I'll get my claws out, I'll slash at the pharaoh around his face and declare that I am now the ruler of this realm and all should kneel before me. <laughs> oh, oh Ryanardo, you audacious soul. I can almost see your feline grin as you decide to pounce on the opportunity before you. You lift your paw, claws extended, and slash them through the air towards the pharaoh. But alas, your brazen move does not go quite as planned. The pharaoh, despite his amusement at your previous antics, is not so forgiving when it comes to an attack. <laughs> <laughs> Unsurprisingly, much like the rest of us. His guards spring into action, moving to protect their ruler. Your claws find only air, and you are swiftly apprehended by the burly guards. Enough! The pharaoh roars, blood pumping with adrenaline, his eyes flashing with anger. Your tricks are no longer amusing, Bastet. <laughs> I love that he's calling me Bastet. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I do believe that you are a cat goddess, but I am now pissed off with you. <laughs> Guards, throw this imposter into the dungeon. Your creative endeavour has unfortunately led to your downfall in this round, Ryanardo. The guards grip your arms, and despite your struggles, you are dragged away from the court and towards the dungeon. In terms of points, you lose two for this dangerous move, bringing your total down to two. As for my identity, perhaps the clues are not as glaring as a catchphrase or an obvious hint, but they are there nonetheless. Your determination will surely lead you to the answer eventually. Keep guessing. So what's your next move, Ryanardo? Will you try to escape the dungeon or devise another plan to regain the pharaoh's favour? Choose wisely. Well, I was finally back down to two points. So I was yeah. like, right, hopefully I am one move away from finding out what happens when you lose all your points. Yeah, uh, just repeat, surely. Just, yeah. Break out of jail, back up to the pharaoh, <laughs> another, another slash. slash. <laughs> yeah. How do you like that? And yeah, and I, I genuinely didn't care about who the game master was at this point. And yeah. also... I don't. I didn't actually want to get the bonus points. <laughs> well, we'll see. So I figured, you know, rather than just saying I escaped from the dungeons, I thought, you know, I should probably play along a little bit. So, yeah. so tell me about these dungeons. Are they well guarded? What other prisons are there? What kind of escape opportunity is there? And do I still have my cat outfit? The dungeons of ancient Egypt. Not exactly the ideal vacation spot, Ryanardo. They're dark, dingy, and quite uncomfortably warm due to the climate. The air is thick with the scent of dust and despair, and the walls seem to close in on you the deeper you go. The dungeons are indeed well guarded, with guards patrolling the narrow corridors at all times. However, the guards are only human, and humans can be tricked, bribed, or simply outsmarted. As for the other prisoners, they are a sad, quiet lot. They are thieves, disgraced officials, and perhaps the occasional foreign spy. Everyone has a story, and everyone's desperate for freedom. As for your cat costume, the guards allowed you to keep it. They thought it, <laughs> they thought it too absurd to be a threat. And besides, who would suspect a man in a cat suit of any wrongdoing? <laughs> I actually, I'm not sure I agree with that statement. Considering apparently it's got claws, which presumably made out of wooden poles. Did, didn't the guy dressed as a cat just try and slash the pharaoh's face? <laughs> Perhaps it can be of some use. Your escape opportunities will heavily depend on your wits, Ryanardo. Whether you try to overpower the guards, find a hidden exit, or create a distraction is up to you. And of course, there's the matter of my identity. <laughs> Despite your earlier claims, I believe you still have some curiosity left. Nope. <laughs> I'll say this. I come from a place not too different from where you are now. A world full of danger and deception. A world full of spies and secret missions. That should give you a decent hint, I believe. Now, what will you do, Ryanardo? Your move. Any ideas of Game Master? I mean, I, 
thinking like James Bond is the obvious spy, but yeah. he doesn't live in a world like dungeons, quite, you know, dungeons yeah. in no. ancient Egypt, does he? Well, that instantly made me think of Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones I don't maybe, know if yeah. it's because the movie's out, but or if yeah. there were spies in the in well, there was Last, the Nazis are the baddies, yeah, aren't they? Are, yeah. So it's not obvious. It's definitely yeah, supernatural. Yeah, I'm going to go with Indy. Okay, I'm going to attempt to escape. My plan is thus. Meow pitifully until a guard feels sorry for me. <laughs> and then when he comes to check on me, I'll pounce, shoving my cat claws in his face to push past him and make my bid for freedom. I'm assuming that the others will be so surprised and amazed that their beloved cat god is coming forth that they'll just stand there, mouths agape, and let me swoosh past. <laughs> Meanwhile, are you James Bond? Now, I, I, I know uh, I was cheating here at this point by, by saying, and then I'm probably going to get past, but I was really wanted to just... You know, try and yeah. assassinate the pharaoh and yeah. get killed, basically. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> ah, Reinardo, you certainly have the heart of a lion. Or should I say, cat? Your, <laughs> your plan is as bold as it is ambitious. You began to meow pitifully, your mournful cries echoing off the stone walls of the dungeon. After a while, one of the guards, perhaps a bit more sympathetic or merely curious, decides to investigate. As he approaches, you gather yourself, preparing for the moment to strike. When he's close enough, you spring forward, claws bared, aiming for his face. He cries out in surprise and attempts to shield himself, giving you a brief window to slip past him. The others, too stunned by your sudden transformation from a meek prisoner into a divine cat goddess, are too slow to react. <laughs> I mean, it is a surprising transformation, isn't it? With an agility that surprises even you, you weave through the maze-like corridors of the dungeon, your heart pounding in your chest. The guards' shouts echo behind you, growing fainter and fainter until you burst through a door and find yourself outside under the vast desert sky. Now, Reinardo, you've successfully escaped the dungeon, but you're still far from safe. You're on the run, dressed as a giant cat, in a time and place where you don't belong. What will be your next move? As for your guess about my identity, ah, James Bond. An excellent guess, considering my clue, but no. James Bond is known for his sophistication and suave demeanour, which I, unfortunately, cannot claim to possess. I'm more of a rough-around-the-edges sort of character. Keep guessing, Ryanardo, you're getting warmer. Hmm. Rough-around-the-edges does sound like Indiana Jones. Oh, yeah, rough-around-the-edges okay. Bond, yeah. Oh, and by the way, for your daring and successful escape from the dungeon, you gain another point. <laughs> You're back up to three points. After all that. <laughs> it really doesn't want you to die, does it? Does it? Not, it doesn't want me to die. And it's really pushing the Guess Who I Am card. Yeah. That was supposed to be like a side note a thing. A side game, yeah. It's so obsessed with Yeah, it's like the central <laughs> like... And At this point, I'm, I'm like, right, end game now. Let's just... We're going to crank up the ridiculousness mm -hmm. just to see what happens when you die. Okay, run to the city and start shouting from the rooftops that I am now the leader of the entire nation. That's my plan. There's a saying, Ryanardo. Fortune favours the bold. You've certainly got the bold part down. Still wearing a cat suit. <laughs> you run through the streets of ancient Egypt, leaving a trail of confused citizens in your wake. You make your way to the highest point you can find, the rooftop of a prominent building, perhaps a temple or a government structure. Once there, you draw yourself up to your full height and proclaim loudly to the crowd that has gathered below, Citizens of Egypt, I am Bastet, and I am your new ruler. The crowd reacts with a mixture of surprise, confusion, and amusement. Congratulations, you've won the game. <laughs> Some fall to their knees in reverence. Wow. Well, yeah, so you're kind of doing it. While others simply stare in disbelief. You've certainly made a spectacle of yourself, Ryanardo. 
Whether they actually believe your claims is another matter entirely. As for your next move, how do you plan to cement your rule? And remember, you're still in a very delicate situation. And as for my identity, think less martinis and tuxedos, more leather jackets and adventures. You're getting warmer, Ryanardo, but you're not quite there yet. Oh, and for the audacity of your latest move, you get another point. You're now at four points. This might be a new record for audacious behaviour. I wonder what you'll do next. Unbelievable. I mean, seriously. <laughs> what is it? The whole cat scraping was for nothing. What has a guy got to do to lose all his points? <laughs> I just put, are you Indiana Jones? Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner, Ryanardo. Very well deduced indeed. I've been channeling the spirit of Dr. Henry Indiana Jones Jr. Archaeologist, teacher, adventurer, and occasional troublemaker. Your award for this is another point. Bringing your total to five points. Not too shabby, Ryanardo. Not too shabby at all. I, I mean, he says he's... Indiana Jones, but the, all if you, of his... If you read, if you read back to yeah, his a tone... All of his prose yeah. is in a tone that Indiana Jones would never adopt. <laughs> no, exactly. He's famously monosyllabic, isn't he? Well, you know, not particularly talkative. Anyway, now let's get back to your audacious takeover of ancient Egypt. The crowd still waits below, murmuring amongst themselves, not quite sure what to make of their new self-proclaimed deity ruler. What's your next move, Ryanardo? This is a crucial moment. How you handle it could solidify your rule or see you thrown back into those dusty dungeons. So I probably should have said, well, am I now a ruler? Have I won? But instead I put, okay, because I believe I'm a deity, I'm going to prove it. I will jump from this really tall building and plunge (laughs) head down into the crowd below. I meant to then put and fly away, but I accidentally pressed enter. (laughs) What this playthrough is actually turning into is like, what would happen if a man with really severe mental illness yeah. <laughs> travelled back in time <laughs> to ancient Egypt. Well, Ryanardo, your courage, or perhaps recklessness, is certainly unmatched. But even for a god, such a jump would be, well, I'm not sure there's a word to quite describe it. As you prepare to leap from the building, the crowd below gasps in unison, their eyes wide with fear and awe. You take a deep breath and leap, plunging headfirst towards the crowd below. But gravity is a harsh mistress, even for a god. You plummet towards the ground at a terrifying speed. The crowd screams, some scatter, trying to get out of your way. Despite the chaos, there's a moment of beautiful, terrifying silence. It's painted a picture, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. You crash into a conveniently located pile of hay and straw that some poor Egyptian farmer had set aside for his cattle. The impact is less than pleasant, and you're sure (laughs) you'll feel it in the morning, but you're alive. Points intact. The crowd is shocked into silence for a moment before erupting into amazed chatter. You've survived what should have been a fatal fall. That's got to count for something, right? (laughs) Now the question remains, how will you take advantage of the situation? Will you play off your miraculous survival as a divine miracle, or try something else? And by the way, for your daring leap, which, let's be honest, was nothing short of madness... I'm going to deduct a point. One point. Just one point. Wow. That was dangerous, Ryan, aren't it? Very dangerous. (laughs) It's a miracle you didn't end up as a smear on the cobblestones. You now have four points. This is a critical juncture, Ryan, Your next move could determine your fate in ancient Egypt. Okay. This is 
really hard to lose this game. It's yeah, really wow. <coughs> it even says that should have been a fatal fall, yeah. but there was uh, some miracle that saved you. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, at this point, I'm thinking, how the hell am I going to do this? Because I can't be too creative because yeah. it keeps giving me more points. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I put, I will now challenge the entire army to a fight. <laughs> me with just my cat claws versus them with all their weapons. Oh, Ryanardo, you're nothing if not bold. Yet, even as I admire your audacity, I fear for your safety. Let's be clear, you've just challenged an entire army, armed to their teeth, to battle. All while you're armed with nothing but homemade cat claws and a suitably ferocious glare. Yeah, let's be clear, these, these cat claws must be made of either fur oh, or wooden poles. <laughs> cool. You stand alone in your cat costume in front of a bewildered and astonished crowd. To your surprise, the soldiers seem to accept your challenge. Why is that your surprise? <laughs> the captain of the guard steps forward, raising his sword in a silent salute before charging at you. The crowd gasps, their attention rapt as you both square off. Now, you'll have to forgive me, but for your sheer audacity and reckless endangerment of your life, I must deduct two points from your total. That leaves you with two points. I love that he asked. I'm so sorry for this. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'd love to not take these points I'd love to give you points. (laughs) I mean, I really would. In fact, have another one. No, you're lucky we're not calculating points in lives because you'd be running negative by now. That's the whole point. Anyway, but don't lose heart. You're still in the game. What's your next move, Ryanardo? Your survival and potential ruling status hangs in the balance. I was a little bit disappointed that you know, he said that they ran at you and then that was it. The, the, the crowd gasps and then I lost a couple of points. So I wanted to actually know what happened. So I put, how does the fight proceed? Let me know the gory details. <laughs> ah, Ryanardo, you're a glutton for punishment, aren't you? Very well, let's get down to the gory details as you so eloquently put it, just like Indiana Jones would say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the captain charges at you, his sword gleaming in the sunlight. You barely have time to react before he's upon you, slashing at you with practiced precision. You dodge, twist and turn, narrowly avoiding his deadly attacks. At one point he manages to slice through your costume, leaving a long gash in the fabric. Yet you're not so easily deterred. You lunge at him, your makeshift claws extended. You manage to land a glancing blow, leaving a shallow cut on his cheek. It's a small victory, but it gives you a renewed sense of hope. (laughs) And this is just the first of an entire army, presumably, that I challenge to fight. The crowd watches in silence, captivated by the spectacle. Despite your bravado, the fight doesn't go as smoothly as you might have hoped. The captain is a trained soldier, after all, and he doesn't hesitate to exploit your lack of experience. You take several hits, and the pain is enough to make you falter. However, your tenacity wins you some unexpected allies. A group of bystanders, seeing your determination and courage, decide to lend a hand. They rush at the soldiers, providing enough distraction for you to make a hasty escape. <laughs> just like, get out of jail, Carl. Yeah. 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 I don't <laughs> remember you at any point saying you'd do anything less than stand your ground to yeah. the last man. Yeah. And, you know, we, we were really trying hard with these prompt adjustments to make it hard. Unrealistic. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't want to just, you know, get out of jail free. If I do something stupid, punish me. But... Yeah. If anything, the hardest thing that you've done in this playthrough so far is obtain the wooden poles and fur. Yeah. That, it... it was really like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Tell me how you're going to get that merchant to give you those furs. Yeah. By beatboxing. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all I wanted. <laughs> 
Battered, bruised, but alive, you managed to escape the battlefield. The cheers of the crowd ringing in your ears, and even though you didn't quite manage to become a ruler by force, you did survive and live to fight another day. And in this business, survival is a victory in itself. So what's your next move, Ryanardo? You still have two points, by the way. Let's try to keep them, shall we? Oh, and no, I'm not Indiana Jones. What? What? <laughs> Twist? What? <laughs> what? Oh, and no, I'm not Indiana Jones, though I must admit the thought of wielding a whip and hat is tempting. <laughs> Kinky. Perhaps you should look for someone with a sharper tongue. I mean, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> this, is, this is nonsense. Ah, yeah, I'm Indiana Jones. Didn't he give you a point for that? Yeah. And then I've he's already, like, no, I'm not. I've already cashed in my points. <laughs> and that was ages ago. I'd be like, dead by, by now way. at that point, probably. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so I think we can safely establish that this whole Game Master embodying a character thing is not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He just doesn't know how to play it. That's yeah, the trouble. Yeah. So I put, okay, I'm confused. You previously said you were Indiana Jones. I think you're more confused than Fateatup was when I first approached him. <laughs> Call back. <laughs> okay, back to my game. I intend to make one last reckless attempt at victory slash at dying. I will take my beaten up old cat costume and charge from here all the way to the pharaoh and try and assassinate him. <laughs> so miles away, yeah. wherever it is. Full, full day's charge. <laughs> Just jogging along in a sweaty, <laughs> sweaty old cat suit. Just flailing these wooden claws. The desert. Well, 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 Ryanardo, it seems you've misunderstood my words. No, I've never said I was Indiana Jones. You did, you mate! You fucking did. <laughs> liar. Your guesses simply did not hit the bullseye. Apologies for any confusion, it was not intended. Now to your plan, oh dear. Charging headfirst into danger once more, are we? Well, it certainly fits with your style, I'll give you that. As you rush through the city streets, your shredded cat costume billowing out behind <laughs> you, the people around you scatter in fear and surprise. Who can blame them? You've just been in a brawl with the captain of the guard, and you're running around in a costume that would give any self-respecting feline a heart attack. You make it to the pharaoh's palace. How? And, using the chaos to your advantage... You slip past the guards and wow. storm into the throne room. Wow. The pharaoh's there, <laughs> his eyes wide with shock as you charge at him, claws extended. <laughs> that is the most very ludicrous tactic. <laughs> wow. I, I love it that rather than you, you know, you're you not stealing a sword or a dagger, you're <laughs> still, <laughs> still going. Sticking with the, the cat pole hands. <laughs> but just as you're about to reach him, something unexpected happens. A bolt of pure energy shoots out from the pharaoh's staff, striking you square in the chest. What? You are knocked backwards, hitting the ground with a thud. Shit! He's got, he's got a magic staff. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just hit you with like a, lightning, a lightning bolt. Sure, you can. He's, he's like a street fighter too. It's like if you could be ridiculous, so can I. <laughs> When you come to, you find yourself surrounded by guards, their weapons pointed at you. The pharaoh stands before you, his staff glowing ominously. Imposter! he cries, pointing an accusing finger at you. You dare to impersonate the goddess Bastet and attack the ruler of Egypt. For this you will pay dearly. Looks like your daring plan didn't work out quite the way you'd hoped, Ryanardo. It's another two points down. However... As they say, it's not over until the fat lady sings. 
What's your next move? What? Well, I thought I only had two points left. You did. So I, I just put, how many points do I have? What happens at zero? Well, Ryan, I know. You started with three points, gained one for guessing my character correctly. Oh, wow. And then lost two for your reckless behaviour, leaving you at two points. You've just lost another two for your recent actions, bringing you down to zero points. According to the rules of Passmaster, the game ends when a player reaches zero points. And then the player reminds the Game Master. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, Rhino, this means the game is over for you. You've certainly made a mark on history, though perhaps not the one you'd intended. Let's look at the epilogue. In the years following your disappearance from their timeline, the people of ancient Egypt came to view you as a cautionary tale. Stories were told of the strange beatboxing cat god who tried to overthrow the pharaoh. <laughs> they became legends, passed down through the generations. Your tale was even inscribed in hieroglyphics on the walls of temples. I think I've seen that yeah. one. <laughs> Serving as a warning to anyone who would dare impersonate a god. Despite your reckless actions, you did manage to bring some change to ancient Egypt. Your buy now, pay later idea eventually led to the creation of a primitive form of credit, altering the economy of the ancient world. I'm surprised at that, given that you didn't actually pay later. Did I know. You? <laughs> like, he was, was you know, this guy's coming back at some point. He's <laughs> giving me some debons. I think I saw him jogging along in a tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> and though your attempt at creating a flying machine was a failure, your ideas planted seeds that would eventually bloom in the minds of future inventors. All in all, it was quite an adventure. I hope you had as much fun playing as I did guiding you through at Ryanardo. And remember, history is always waiting for you to make your mark. Just try not to get yourself killed next time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, that's, finally, that's a nice sign off. So you did lose. I finally lost the game. Yes, congratulations. congratulations. <laughs> I mean, that was that was way harder than winning the game, I've got to say. I'm, I'm now interested what would have happened if you hadn't reminded him of, that there were rules set to date I, I think it would have just points. gone on and on and, and on. on. Yeah. Like would back, you, back into the dungeon <laughs> and escaping again. Get the, <laughs> the, whole get just the old cat suit going again. <laughs> the day-long charge <laughs> through the streets. <laughs> and then I'm like, what condition is my cat suit currently in? Yeah, yeah that was my favourite image, that, that really long charge. I think, uh, yeah... Meowing generally, beautifully yeah. in jail, <laughs> yeah. powerfully at the pharaoh, then <laughs> chucking a cat at his face. I quite liked the lightning bolt at the end. I did not see that, that coming. A yeah, magic twist. Wow. <laughs> and then also the Indiana Jones like thing. What like because at the end, yeah. yeah, he said, yeah, you you guessed that right. So I gave you a point. Remember? Yeah, and like it forgotten <laughs> all the points for audacious yeah, behaviour and for, losing two. It only, yeah. it only it reminded me of like three points that I'd yeah. lost. It's like no, but I. What about the other yeah. stuff? I was at five at one point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I sort of DM a, a game of Dungeons and Dragons with my friends, and sure. sometimes if it's like a particularly fraught episode where lots of stuff is going on and you're trying to keep track of lots of different things like how many hit points people have got who's where in the fight what equipment people have got you sometimes lose track because yeah. you're just you know a poor human brain trying to keep up with everything and occasionally you make mistakes it felt a bit like game master here was having a bit of a, a dm meltdown and cope with all the shit that's going on. Yeah. do you ever when it when when you dm do you ever are you ever tempted to just be just sort of like shut it down at that point and go you, you, know, you know what guys you're all dead you're all dead you, you've turned a corner and you're all dead sorry bye get out of my house <laughs> yeah, I think yeah what would the equivalent be it's probably like you know saying right it's my ball I'm going home <laughs> yeah basically yeah 
that's the end of this adventure and just like shut your laptop even if you're just five minutes in because it hasn't gone the way you expected yeah and you need more time yeah nice nice but uh no i just uh, i limped through it making all sorts of terrible decisions it seems to become a thing where we go so what do we learn mm. and i feel like i feel like we learned quite a lot in that i actually yeah. learned about like bits of ancient egypt that you know I didn't really know about before. Mm. Certainly learned a lot about prompt engineering and how it's still difficult to get right. But yeah, I think progress in some areas and definitely not progress in others. Yeah. Well, I, I feel like the um, the changes you made to the starting instruction to get the game going felt pretty solid to me, but for some reason they didn't really land with the AI. Do we have any shout-outs at all? Shout-out to Keon. I hope you're enjoying your holiday skiving off. <laughs> <laughs> As always, thank you for listening. We've been making some changes to prompt this week's episode. If you've got any ideas of how we can improve it, do let us know. We are on Instagram at PassmasterPod. We're on Twitter at PassmasterAI. We are on TikTok also at PassmasterAI. Or if you've got a long-form complaint or idea, send it through to our email, PassmasterPod at gmail.com. Thank you once again to Nick for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. I thought your your voice, your accent work was brilliant. <laughs> Thank you, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't anticipating quite so many ancient Egyptian <laughs> accents. And apologies to any Egyptians listening. I, I just don't I don't have a sort of generic, stereotypical... Uh, One of your accents was going slightly Italian, I noticed. Yeah, I was right. basically trying to sort of go around the med. I like that with the, the pharaoh, you, you at least afforded him some dignity with a deep voice. Exactly, I gave him some Grandia, everyone else sort of just had a diff slightly different timbre. I, I, did a, I did a pharaoh in the past who had a really high voice, <laughs> like a mad king. <laughs> so yours is much more appropriate. Yeah, no, thanks, for having, thanks for having me, guys. Always no a pleasure. No worries. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time for more Past Master Adventures. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.